You're listening to the Digital Barbell Podcast. We believe that if you work hard, you deserve results, and that your training and nutrition should enhance your life, not take it over. Our mission is to provide you with a clear path to health and fitness through education, connection, coaching, and accountability. We are your hosts, Jonathan and Blakely Fletcher, and we are here to serve you. If you like what we're doing, please subscribe to this podcast and leave us a five-star review so we can reach more people. You can find us daily on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Digital Barbell. Now, let's get to today's topic. All right, guys, welcome to the Digital Barbell Podcast. Thank you for being here. Thank you for all of you guys who responded to my uh, thing that I put up on Instagram last week to please leave us ratings and reviews. Some of you guys did that. We greatly appreciate it. I'm going to randomly pick somebody and send them some stickers in the mail. (laughs) And I'll extend that to podcast listeners too. It really does help us like show up in the algorithm Mm -hmm. um, and reach more people. So we appreciate you taking time to do that. Very cool. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, you'll see that Blakely and I are not alone. We have Coach Haley with us on this episode. What's up, Haley? (laughs) What's going on? Good to be here. So uh, this podcast is going to be talking about things from our own personal experience, Mm -hmm. small changes that we've each made that have made a big result, have made a big change in the results that we've gotten. But we got all kinds of stuff to talk about before we get into that. I think Haley actually has a sponsor for us this episode. Who do you got, Haley? I do. Yeah. So, so this episode is going to be sponsored by Bangs. Sponsored by <laughs> the energy drink. Happy energy drink. Bangs with an S. Um, do tell. Uh, do tell. Yeah. So I guess they reached out to me. They saw through Instagram that I cut my bangs. Um, it's kind of that funny, like the Instagram versus reality. So the first day I got them done, I was like, oh yeah, so chic, so cool. I was going for I even told Jenna, shout out to Jenna, if she's listening to this. I was like, I'm going for your your style. You look great. So that's kind of what day one was. And then I woke up day two in the morning and I was like, oh, what have I done? It was, just, <laughs> it was more Dwight Schrute than what I was going for. So not, What's not the, in full support of Looking at you right now, you don't even look, look like great. you have bangs. I know. Well, if anyone wants a good giggle, I try and pull them together and they just separate. <laughs> Just, that's what's, what the, it was like. what's the prognosis like <laughs> what's I mean, the prognosis? yeah i'm working i'm working on that another thing they don't tell you when you get bangs for me maybe other people think this is gross but i think most women we don't wash our hair at least i don't every single day but then i realize like you know you just dry shampoo but when you're sweaty and you're working out and just the oils on your forehead your bangs get gross and then i just like wash my bangs like every two days just a, wa- just, just a bang wash <laughs> it's just like a real pain so oh man just know if you're you're looking for the bangs you gotta be committed it is mm. the big thing so well so like I, i'm probably getting in trouble for sharing this but uh, probably like i don't know once every like two weeks four weeks at a minimum Blickley's like i should cut bangs I, I get my i get my i get a clip i put them down i walk out i'm like what do you think right here right yeah she, she like and like i'm about like to do a... it and you know it's like i, 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 don't, I never pull hair. the trigger your hair just looks a little bit more like full and, and thicker than mine i think that's my i've found <laughs> a little bit thinner hair and yours you it would be good or her mom, her mom has them. Yeah, my so mom all she has really fantastic has bangs. I've taken my mom with me to the the girl that I go to, and she's like, "I won't cut bangs on you. You don't have you have a cowlick. You don't." And we were talking. Me and Haley talked about this. Like my, my the lady I go to, she's like, "I won't cut bangs for you." So I'm I'm not I got I'm not able to get them. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it sound very appealing though. Anyway. <laughs> 
Um, okay, before we get into an announcement of an exciting program that we have starting yeah. in January, you know, it might be somebody who's new to Digital Barbell's first time to even see Haley yeah. and think that maybe it's just Blakely and I that are the coaches for this company. But no, there is somebody in Maryland <laughs> who, somebody who is like an important part of this company yes. too. kind of tell everybody what you do for digital barbell. And, uh, you've been with us for almost three years three now years. too, Haley. So just yeah. kind of introduce yourself just a little bit. Yeah, it is coming up on three years. I think the March, early March time, mm-hmm. which is wild. So yeah, um, I am a nutrition coach as well as a training coach. Um, and, and your, your background is not that unsimilar from ours. Cause you started out by coaching people in person too. Right. Yeah. That's how I started out. I did some group classes for a bit and then I moved into more like one-on-one in-person training. And this is the best of both worlds. I absolutely love doing it the way we do. And it's, it's just been fantastic. Awesome. We're, we're lucky to have you. Yes. Speaking of uh, like the people that you coach, you coach a lot of people that um, go into our different eight and 12 week programs Mm -hmm. and drum roll, please. We have the return of one that was really popular yeah. uh, a few months ago that last, comes out last, in January. Yeah, a few months ago was our first release of the new Physique program. Yep. And due to popular demand, we're bringing it back. So uh, Physique will be relaunched January 8th. So it's an eight-week program that'll run you right through into March 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, and in addition to that, I think I talked about this on last week's podcast, I've been writing a Physique 2.0. So if you're in currently, if you're currently in Physique, what it's gonna do is just like continue to build upon the volume we're building. And so if you go into Physique 1, you know you got a, your initial eight weeks and then you got a, a next you know, 2.0, eight weeks coming at you. So and full 16 weeks. This is a four day per week program. Four days a week, yep. Um, focused on helping you build muscle, build strength, like mm-hmm. take advantage of progressive overload. You have the opportunity to have a coach to make sure you're doing everything right. You never have to wonder what yeah. you're supposed to do every day. It's all right there in yeah, the Yes, so we, we have a coached and an uncoached version. The uncoached, obviously you just get the workouts. The coach, you get, get one of us to help coach you through it, which is super valuable. We talk about all the time is just like having somebody watch you move making sure number one you're moving correctly you're moving effectively and you're moving at the correct intensities like we don't want you to waste time in these programs like using the wrong weight mm-hmm. by either being too heavy and you're, and you're moving sloppy or being too light and you're not really getting anything out of it whether you work out with dumbbells barbells you're really experienced. Uh-huh. You don't have a lot of experience. You can do this program. Every time I talk about a workout, I do a row. Shit. I'm like, this is this is the example <laughs> movement. Like <laughs> dumbbell I, row. As if we actually row standing up <laughs> like this. We're just starting a, lot, starting a lawnmower. <laughs> well, speaking of the, the coach version, it's been great. One person in particular I'm thinking of is Lucy. I forget her exact number. She decided on her own. She was like, hey, this is kind of where I'm at right now. And these are the numbers I want to be by the end of the program for my main lips and she hit those and oh, it was really awesome. awesome man yeah. and that's early too because they still have i think two more weeks is that right two or three that more weeks right. yeah. yeah that's great that's great very cool okay so again the program starts on january january the 8th. 8th yeah if you listen to last week's podcast i did say january 2nd we have pushed it back to january 8th so january 2nd it's just like it's a tuesday it's yeah the day after the holidays on a tuesday. it's against the against, uh, yeah <laughs> so the january 8th we'll kick all this off and we actually made the web page for yeah um learning more about it and signing up live so go to the website to y'all the website is so different that <clears throat> we've been putting a lot of work into it i love how it looks but the physique page is up there. Yep. In addition, you can get to our Amazon store. Oh yeah. 
Tell everybody what that is. I think we talked about it last time, oh. but we are now Amazon influencers, y'all. <laughs> I'm really excited. Yeah, I don't about know if you this. know this, but we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> you have to apply for this. Things are getting pretty serious. <laughs> things are getting pretty serious. Things right are getting here. pretty serious. <laughs> I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious. So our Christmas list, though, the three of us each came up with like I don't know, like six or seven ideas. I think y'all right, mm-hmm. and like we put them into a Christmas list that is on there, the 2023 holiday guide. In addition to like we just have a we have a book list on. There. There, mm-hmm. recommended books we have kitchen essentials workout essentials um, podcasting equipment if you're interested in getting into podcasting that stuff is on there yeah all kinds of things there's one more category i'm thinking for getting over oh, the christmas list i think yeah yeah yep. but That's so just... we just get asked a lot like what do you recommend for this band or this whatever and it's on there now yeah you can, you can grab the links easily boom Big time. <laughs> Hashtag big time. <laughs> okay, we're ready to get into this I guess, episode. Yeah. Well, let's go round robin. How's that sound? Yeah, yeah. Let's just, <laughs> whatever. All right. These are, again, these are small changes that have had big results in our own, in our yeah. own fitness journey. I'll start. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Rewind back to working out in our garage when we lived back in Houston. Okay. You owned the CrossFit gym, but I was working out by myself in the morning in our garage. Then I would come to one of your classes in the afternoon, sometimes doing two a days when you had a friend come over so yeah even okay even before he started joining me like i was doing mostly bodybuilding stuff in the morning Mm -hmm. and then i'd do the crossfit class in the afternoon the the small change that i made during this time that really added up to huge results was i literally just took a piece of paper and i wrote out my program Mm -hmm. and every between every set i would go down and write what weight i used and how many reps i got And like by the end of like a three month cycle, this thing looked ridiculous with all Mm -hmm. the chicken scratch handwriting on it. But making that small change of recording what I did allowed me to know what I needed to do to try to do more next week. Why are you laughing? I don't know. It sounds really silly. No, it's but this it's because a, it's, I'm always I'm always bugging you to to log your results and to keep track of what you're. This doing. This was way before we had True Coach <laughs> and and doing you know doing CrossFit like yeah. there was no like log or like yeah like, there is well I mean the workout was constantly changing it was a different <laughs> water every day whatever but the point is like you know I was focusing on my physique at that time yeah. and recording my results on that little piece of that paper made a big difference. it made a huge difference in the results that I got you know when I look back at like how my body changed during that time uh-huh. I know it's because of the time that I put in into those workouts yeah. and making sure that I was using progressive overload by recording my that's good recording my stuff that's good do you still good. have that workout journal because I'm thinking back I did that as well when I first started and I found it at my parents place not too long ago and it was so cool going back and looking through it all. Yeah. I think I have a picture of it um, uh-huh. because the guy that ended up coming over and work out with me, like we would text back and forth, like, you know, here's what we're going to oh, be doing. Okay. So I have yeah. a picture of it saved somewhere, but I think we tossed the actual, cause they were, they weren't, it wasn't even a journal. It was These just were like, like piece eight of and a half by right? 11 yeah. sheets of paper. He's not that okay. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually did get a workout journal, but yeah, yeah that was a small change that I that, made. That's, that that's great. Had yeah. A big, and that big result. I mean, I think that's a, a lot of people can be in those shoes where they just like, I can remember, I can remember. And you really can't remember like you did. I get, did I get 12 reps? Did I get 15 reps? Like what did I use thirties yeah. or forties? You know? Yeah. Yep. It's so helpful. That's cool. That's a good one. Hey, thank you. <laughs> you go Haley. <laughs> okay. So mine actually doesn't have a ton to do with training or nutrition. For me, I was thinking more from a mindset perspective. So for those, I've talked about my story a little bit in our very first podcast that I was on, but I moved back home from Georgia for, you know, kind of just a really tough time. And I, I just felt like I had so much, you know, when you write a to-do list and it's, it's so overwhelming that instead of chipping at it one by one, you're like, ah, just not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Just 
it's too much. So I, I realized for me, before I could even worry about getting, you know, more consistent with my training, getting in a, in a good training program and including up my diet, I just had a lot of stuff to work on in between my ears. And that was easily the hardest part. And I think that's why many people struggle is they kind of just push that off to the side of, oh yeah, I'll get to that later. That's really not mm-hmm. that's really the important part. Mm-hmm. I really think I wouldn't have been able to be as successful as I was and consistent as I was with my, with, you know, losing weight and getting back into a good training program. If I hadn't done the hard work of fixing, fixing my mindset. And so small ways to do that, that didn't feel overwhelming. Maybe it was just, um, I went for a walk today to clear my head. I put on a podcast that made me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, another like small little win I did is I, you know, started going back to church again, just me. Um, and while it seems, which is the whole point of this, it, while it seems really small, it added up to big things because once I was in a really good mindset, I was able to push and make good progress once I did start to, to work on those, those bigger things. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's the hard part. Really, Like people think the hard part is like cooking the food and lifting the weight, but taking some time to actually work on the mindset side of things is that's the hard part. So it's so tempting to just ignore that and try to figure out, okay, what's the right macro split Mm -hmm. for me? That's really what I need to focus on. And like you said, that's like, that's the part you didn't, you didn't, you don't want to do. That's the thing that you don't like. I don't, I don't want to focus on this. It's easier to go into the gym. It's easier to be Mm -hmm. like, all right, let me focus on my nutrition, but that stuff won't fully fall into place. Like you said, until the mindset is strong. Well, I also, I remember learning about this, from in our precision nutrition course, if you guys remember this, and it's the seven areas of wellness and I think it's fantastic. So the seven areas are physical, emotional, intellectual, social, spiritual, environmental, and occupational. And I really just feel like you have to be, or at least try to be in a good place with all of those mm-hmm. who truly want to have health and wellness. Yeah. Yeah. Let me put, let me uh, make a note to put that on the yeah, read put the, that in the notes. Read well, those again. Well, what is the title of it again? And I'll I'll make a note to put that. Seven areas of wellness. Okay. So the big ones we okay. think of. First one is physical. That's mm-hmm. just one of the seven. Goes it's emotional, intellectual, social, spiritual, environmental, and occupational. Cool. Mm-hmm. That is good. Yeah, I'll I'll make a little thing and drop that in the in the show notes yeah. because I think that's you know like it'd be good to have like that printed out somewhere and you kind of know the areas. When I, I think on. about like like our podcasts and our content and kind of stuff, uh-huh. like I always try to keep those things in mind when we're coming up with ideas for content. And that's mm-hmm. and I think like you know when we first started, a lot of our content was like here's how to eat more protein, here's the right yeah here's good sources of carbs. But then I realized that like yes, those things matter, but they're not really the things that are holding people back. So we try to address those kinds of things that you're talking about in a more broad sense, right? Especially with like the balance between the Monday motivations and you know different you know all the different kinds of content. Yeah, that's, that stuff really really matters. Yeah, I and I like up. how we're doing this too. It's it, I think it helped. It's helpful to hear like other people's journey through things that other people are struggling with. And like, you know, and number one, it gives you this like sense of hope that people, you're not the only one struggling with this. And number two, it gives you just like you hearing someone else's personal journey is just always inspiring. Yeah. And I think like for some people taking like physical steps 
like to improve their health can help with those mindset problems that they don't really know how to start working on too. Like I can think of a time in my life where I was like struggling with anxiety and Mm -hmm. I was even depressed and like I was out of shape. Like this was even after I had started CrossFit, got in pretty good shape. And then I stopped all that, got really out of shape, was going down a bad mental road. And like, I just decided one day, like I'm going back to the gym, like I'm going to start exercising. And that kind of helped along with a lot of other things, getting back in church also. But you know, start, started the ball rolling in the right yeah. direction. I think too. you've told that story before where you like, were like sitting in your truck and you like felt your seatbelt like slicing, crushing in on you and you're just like, I don't, I like, I'm going back. I think yeah. a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, my first one is super easy compared to you guys is, but really I would, I always wish I would have tracked this back when I owned the gym because who knows how many steps I was getting Hmm. back then or anything like that. But like making sure that I get 10,000 steps a day has made a huge impact Mm -hmm. on both my mental and physical health. (laughs) A lot of, a lot of mental too. Like that's such a good, like me knowing that I have this goal every day gives me this reason to go do this. Like we'll go, I'm like, okay, let's, you know, and it's good for our dogs too, but like, let's go do a walk and you know, it can be 20 minutes down and up the road. It's good for my mental health. It's good mental break from like work or whatever. And it's great for the dogs to get out and like, you know, shake their legs and stuff like that too. But I've been pretty consistent with it over the last few years and I've seen significant changes in both. Yeah. And I would say like, you know, for you, that number is 10,000. Yeah. And it's, it's an arbitrary number that right. came from, you know, mm-hmm. we don't have to go in that whole story, but the right. point is like, it's something that pushes you outside of what you would normally get, right. like forces you to, to be a little bit act more active and proactive yeah. and being, and know, it's and not yet yeah, activity. In. It's, it's like, it's a doable number for me every day, but it's not easy. It's like, I, I do have to work on it. If I don't try for it, if we don't take the dogs for a walk, I have to spend either some time on here in the treadmill or like, you know, we'll go walk around my house, like a silly person yeah. because I have, it, you have to try for it. You know, where we live, we have a little bit of space and land and so you know i can get like close to six thousand or so a day just in normal life but i have to try to close it out yeah um yeah and especially when we like camp you know we're in a much more confined space Mm -hmm. and so we i really even try even harder than i'm like i have to hit it today you know we're going for three dog walks (laughs) yeah so if if you're somebody listening to this and you're like oh shoot ten thousand steps there's no way i'm gonna do yeah figure out where you are now and then do what blakely did push yourself to get more than your default number of steps yeah it's good to like track for a week can be like okay my you know my normal is this let's see if i can push you know 800 steps more a day and get you know that next level and then continue from there Haley, being a coach Haley, does anybody just assume like you work out for a living and that you probably just get 10,000 steps regardless not realizing your your job is actually behind a computer Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah it's behind a computer and i live in an apartment so that's (laughs) honestly i've been thinking for the longest time of getting a walking pad but the main reason i haven't is just if I did, I'm like, especially during the winter, I'd probably never be outside. So <laughs> it forces me to bundle up and go out because like you were saying, when you go for your, for your walks, it's so good. It's being a nature. I'm just such a nature gal anyway, just being outside, mm-hmm. especially when it's cold and you were like staring at a computer, it does, it does wonders. Yeah. Just 10 minutes. Sometimes I'll even try and not have anything in my ears and it's yeah. just a like good time to do nothing but think. Yeah, I'm yeah. the same way. I don't ever like try to listen to anything. If anything, if it's us, we'll talk. Or, but I never, I try to just like be in my own head, like during those times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
And I, I do, that's, and that's, that's honestly like a bonus one on my list is like that change for me. Like I'll mow the yard. I'll do like a lot of activities and never put anything in my ears and like be in my own thoughts. And I feel like that has, that has been, I'm glad you brought that up, like made a huge impact on my mental strength. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's not feeling like I just have to fill my brain with stuff yeah. to, to like, if, if I have idle time, like being able to be idle with myself. That's tough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I'm not that good at that. It's something I can work on for sure. I probably, I don't feel like I'm probably not alone Yeah. in like, you know, being guilty of always trying to have some input going into my brain mm-hmm. or, you know, being afraid to just sit there in the silence. Yeah. It's a skill for it's sure. To, I think. It's similar to people who have kids where I feel like we constantly think we have to always be entertaining them and they have to do activities and do this, but really just let them be bored. Being bored, yeah. it's, it's so good for you. It, it, oh yeah. You're using your imagination. You're like big things can come from that. Yeah. It's your, it's like a lot of times it's your most creative time. Like, you know, yeah. you, you get thoughts that you wouldn't have if you were listening to someone else's thoughts yeah. or music or whatever. Point. Cool. All right. Okay. I got another one here. Okay. Small change. Big result was when I started having protein at every single meal. Okay. Huge, huge confession here, probably from like 2000 and 10 until 2013 maybe i had a shake for breakfast that was like soy milk i'm probably not even regular milk soy mm-hmm. milk frozen banana and frozen strawberries with no protein powder huh. added that was my breakfast every single morning okay it was no wonder we didn't like, have protein powder uh-uh. i don't remember okay um and that like resulted yeah. in kind of being kind of skinny fat that's I was, a smoothie I was yeah. working out a lot and i thought these smoothies were crushing it mm-hmm. you know and yeah, so learning more about nutrition in general is what opened my eyes to the power of protein. And now like having protein at every meal now is a non-negotiable mm-hmm. and like that one small decision executed consistently over time has the power to completely change your physique and recovery, your ability to build muscle. And it really takes just a conscious decision that you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about what we're going to have for a meal now, it's like, well, let's, we start by thinking, okay, what's our protein right. going to be? If, you know, if we want to go out for pizza or something, you put that to the side, but in our regular day-to-day life, like every meal starts with deciding there's going to be a protein. But in when this you meal. Say, say meal, you mean your snacks too, right? I would, you, I think the biggest change was just like getting my overall protein intake up throughout the day by having protein at every single okay. meal. Cause you know, like we've told on the story on this podcast before a typical dinner for us used to be, you know, pastaroni and a bread and, a bread <laughs> and some garlic bread. <laughs> so like we went for years and years yeah. not having much protein at dinner. Mm-hmm. And I probably didn't have much at breakfast either. If I probably had a bowl of cereal yeah. with some milk and maybe that was like 10 or 15 grams of protein. So anyway, mm-hmm. small change, big result over time, non-negotiable to have protein every single meal. And I try to aim for between 30 and 50 grams per day and that just takes away the stress of having to like log every little single thing to yeah. make sure I get enough protein. Cool. Well, speaking of protein, I remember another thing, just really not having the knowledge or awareness around that. There was a time where I was still, okay. I was like, I've heard that you should get more protein. Let me do that. So for breakfast, I would always make sausage. Like obviously sure there's some protein in there, but for how much protein you're getting, you're really, really adding fats and calories. And yeah. who knew? I was like, well, it's meat. So I guess, mm-hmm. I guess that's fine. Um, so yeah. Okay. Sasha's a terrible deal when it comes to, <laughs> to, to protein. To protein. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, but it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So mine, I, kind of similar on that, on that, uh, idea that you brought up was for me getting more fruits and veggies. S- still, I would love to say that I am still 
crushing it, or I should say every single day I'm crushing it. Some days, you know what, because similar to protein, it comes down to probably preparing and just having it in your house. So if I run out of rich veggies, shoot. But um, for me, when it was, when I was deciding, I should probably like up this a little bit. And this could apply to any habit you're trying to do. I just started with one meal at breakfast. Mm. Every single morning, I'm going to have a fruit with it. Once I was yep. doing that really well at dinner, every single dinner, I'm going to have a vegetable with it. Um, now I'm not saying I'm EC and I can get 800 grams without even thinking about it, but certainly, certainly try. Uh-huh. Um, it just kind of came down to starting small and then stacking from there. Okay. The next meal. Now my yep. snack is also going to include this. That's great. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's like, that's a big shift where you're trying to make in all of our but clients. I like <laughs> the way you drew it out. Like, like you yeah. said, like, don't just like, it can be overwhelming to be like, I need to eat more fruits and vegetables and like not know where to start, but like starting meal by meal and like getting comfortable with it. And then being like that one, I don't even think about it anymore. That's, that's a, like you said, it's great for any kind of habit that you're going to try to start. I also think it's smart for when you're trying to increase your fruits and vegetables, if you, and you're somebody who's like, I don't really like fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. All right. You probably like fruit more than vegetables. So at least start with that one. Don't like <laughs> start eating more fruits and vegetables. Go by buying a bag of raw kale and raw broccoli. And right. Start with that. Start with yeah. something you actually like a banana. Yeah. Most people like a banana. I right. think, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then get the snowball rolling. Cool. Well, it's funny. All of ours, our second ones, uh, have, food related stuff, but mine has been, it's like a two part kind of thing, controlling my own food, number mm. one, and not relying on others by meaning like restaurants or pre-prepared things to control my food intake. And then um, specifically like snacks, like I, you know, I used to be really be like dependent on snack bars. And like, even at home, I was just like, I would, have one or two snack bars a day. And I'm like, why am I walking into my house and getting a snack bar? Like I should, I have the kitchen right here, like make, make a snack that is like a fruit and a bowl of cottage cheese and, you know, Mm -hmm. a scoop of peanut butter that contain the same calories as the snack bar, but it's just a little bit, you know, it takes me three minutes to prepare versus like a rip of a thing. And I think those two things like preparing my, controlling my own food in like, you know, most cases, unless we go out and then, um, you know, less snack bars, less snack bars, only using like utilizing snack bars is a second way to that I control my own food. Because if we're out, I definitely make sure I have snack bars with me because I don't want to, I don't want to get hungry and then be like, I can't, I don't have anything. I need this, you know, and if we're like running out, it's just, that, that is something that you can easily eat on the go. So yeah. I always have them with me, but I try not to eat them when I'm at home. We used to, I mean, we've been through the snack bar gamut. <laughs> we and, sure have, <laughs> I mean, yes. So I can think back on so many brands, some of which aren't even in business anymore. Yeah, <laughs> our friends were here this weekend and and our friend Wilson, he he like introduced this to this one called Anna Bar. Yeah. And he like was, he had given it to us last time he was here and was like, are y'all, are y'all eating the Anna Bars? And I went off, I was like, <laughs> like, it was like, okay, I was like, I haven't eaten it because honestly, I think the marketing is all wrong on this thing. I don't even know what's in it, but it sounds like a bar for a man. It's like anabar, like anabolic steroids is what they're kind of going for, like the twist on the word. Yeah, I think so. And I and like it just sounds like a man's bar. I was like, this bar is not bar is not for me. It's not marketed to me. I'm not going to eat it. I mean, it's yeah. a it's a glorified it was, candy bar with some extra protein. In it. Yeah, and they all and that's good. You know, it's good to look at the protein that you're getting. Like I eat builder bars because it's like the cliff version of a protein bar. So they have like twenty. 
20 grams of protein and if you just get the cliff bar it's like four <laughs> right so it's a it's a cliff bar with added protein yeah and so you know fairly clean ingredients like you know just that's what i'm going to go to so i can get the protein yeah but anyway yeah it's, it, it is a change for sure <laughs> i remember do you remember those luna bars did you ever eat those oh, i was like yeah. now those were marketed for women like and you wouldn't be carrying around a luna bar i'm not gonna be carrying around <laughs> an anna bar <laughs> They were not good. Like I thought, they forced myself to think they were good. And same thing. I know you guys were. You guys like RX bars. I just can't, can't do it. They, it's like flattened too gooey. something. It's <laughs> it's too gooey. It's been a long um, time since I had an RX bar. We oh. actually just recently found one. We were on a on a road trip, and yeah. we and we got one. And they have like these breakfast bars now that are like um, they're like, not as gooey. They're made with like oatmeal. Yeah, it's like oatmeal, honey, and yeah. some kind of egg white protein or something. I, I like those, and I like um, Luna or Laura bars because it's like four to you know and even two to four ingredients and you see it right there on the package but, <laughs> the bar not not as bad taste wise they don't have any protein though that's the, yeah, that's the one like downside cashews. of them yeah but let's just wrap up on the whole protein bar thing saying like use these things in a pinch they yeah. are super high in calories that, they're yeah. super low in protein like as much as you can eat whole foods that's what i mean like that that change in myself like realizing that i'm going into my house and buying and, and grabbing a snack bar yeah and just i'm gonna make my own snack i'm gonna get an apple and then bake a bowl of cottage cheese you know yeah. and have a scoop of peanut butter that's usually what my snack is or a banana and like that takes the place of me just opening a bar i like it okay this is gonna be my, my last one okay all right change I made was to do the first things first. And what okay. I mean, what I mean by that is like kind of changing my daily schedule to do the things that I deem the most valuable and important first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really start doing this until we moved to Boise probably, but I have more of like a morning ritual now, not mm -hmm. some kind of complicated, you know, thing that takes 30 minutes where I stare at the sun and then, you know, meditate and do yoga and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. I wake up, I drink water, I get coffee and then I go do Bible study, journaling, and I spend some time like reading something that I want to learn more about because those things are super important. Mm -hmm. So I get them done first thing and then they are done. And then it's super important to me to create valuable content mm -hmm. and spend time creating for our business. So I spend another 30 to 60 minutes doing that right mm -hmm. after those things. And then the next most important thing is actually coaching our clients. So I move on to that. Wait, and then, you cook breakfast in between there. No, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I'll jump into the clients even oh, before that's breakfast. True. Yes. Um, but anyway, the point is like changing, you know, well, two points. The time like spent journaling, reflecting, praying, and Bible study, like mm -hmm. that just gives me a better chance of setting the whole day up for success. Good chance I'm still going to screw up at some point during the day, but at least I have given myself a good chance by spending the time doing that. Mm -hmm. And then second of all, it actually makes sure that the things that I say are a priority to me get done. I don't say like, you know, creating content, writing emails, writing blogs for our company is important to me. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll do it. I'll try to do it when I have time. I don't do that or else I know it's going to get shoved to the side because yeah. all the other responsibilities are going to start happening. So I do that thing first because I say it's important to me and I'm going to let my actions, mm -hmm. you know, make that clear. Yeah. And it's and that and it works because they get done. We're consistent with it. And I think it's helped our business in the long term, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, my clients get my undivided attention in the morning because that's an important thing yeah. to me. So it happens. The point is, like, 
make your action. I make my actions reflect the things that I say are important to me. And it is just creating more consistency mm-hmm. and results in the long term. And getting those things done first, it allows like if distractions come in, in the, in the morning or in the middle of the day, they don't take away that you've already done those things that are important to you. Yeah. It kind of goes to like the whole like discipline equals freedom thing. Mm-hmm. Like I put these constraints around my morning so that I can like create more freedom for mm-hmm. myself during the day. It's not like I don't feel trapped by doing these things. It mm-hmm. actually gives me freedom to like, we can go fill up the water in the afternoon or we can go for a walk or we can go work at a coffee shop. Cause like I've done the things that I said I was going to yeah. do earlier in the day. Why are you laughing? That's, that's, like, that's the excitement in our life. We have to get water on the outside. We got to go fill our water tanks. And I'm talking about the trailer. I'm talking about our house. Yeah, it's a, that's a slice of life for us. It's something we got to do a couple get times water. a week. Okay. So anyway, I hope that makes sense. Yes. Good one. Yeah. You actually kind of already were um, segueing into what mine was going to be about front-loading your day. But before I get into that, I just wanted to, to say with the people's morning routines, all the influencers you see online, <laughs> that is not reality. That's not even their reality. Cause think about yeah. it. They're gonna get up first and set their camera up to show themselves waking up. Like that's just, <laughs> so don't feel, don't that's get in that of like, Oh, I now need this 95 step morning routine or I'm just failing at life. That's not yeah. it. Yeah. The hand, a small handful of things that you want to get done in the morning and call it a success you mm-hmm. don't need anything fancy yeah yep totally okay. agree yeah so my thoughts were like you kind of already touched on was was front loading your day um and i'll be honest i you know i live in maryland it's been really cold so i struggle with this a lot in the winter physically mentally it's just uh, in the morning it's just really hard so i'm i'm working on getting back to that but i just know for me when i front load the day and this is, this is the advice I give clients, at least you know that that's done because especially if you have kids or a demanding job, life is probably going to pop up. So you could have mm-hmm. had fantastic intentions of getting that 6 p.m. workout in, but yeah, a long list of reasons, you know, happens and it's like, shoot, that's really not in your control. So mm-hmm. do it when it still is in your control before everyone wakes up and I'm... I don't work out first thing in the morning, so I'm not claiming to be that amazing person, but I know many people who can and do. Um, and they're usually the most successful and consistent clients we have anyway, just because yeah. it's, it's it, they don't think about it anymore. It's, it's out of the way for the day. But some other ways that it doesn't have to just be working out. Um, cause I don't know. I don't know if I'm ever going to be an early morning workout. We'll see, as now. your responsibilities change as you know, life progresses, you never know. Yeah, exactly. Never say never. If I had to, then yeah, I would make that make that happen. But I'm I'm just lucky that you know on these days I can work out really whenever I want. Uh-huh. But um, some other things that you can do to front load your day is maybe that just means you have a set time. So like here's my forty ounce Stanley. Maybe by by ten a.m. I'm getting making sure all that is done. Or um, you know you're knocking out your walk. That's another one uh-huh. during the winter I struggle with, especially now as it gets darker earlier. I have a good uh-huh. intention. Like oh, I'll wait till later once it warms up, and then I get caught up in my laptop and I'm like, all right, here we go. And it's pitch dark out. Yeah. <laughs> Cold again. Always tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Just finding ways to front load your day with that, whatever that might be. That can be really small things. Um, adds up to, to big stuff. 
Yeah, and like yeah. I suppose said, it, it really does create freedom in your life. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I think my front loading is like is like tidying up, doing laundry, cleaning the house, like that kind of stuff. I will do that before I even like open a computer or do anything like, you know, before we do breakfast, all that stuff. Because like just, I've noticed that I feel like so much more free in, the, in throughout my day if all of that is done, mm-hmm. if all the house stuff is done by the time we get to the office. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Love, yeah. So it's just like, it does just give you this freedom. Like I can do anything today, you yeah. know? And if like, if you're a morning worker out the waters and you, yeah, it's an exciting life we lead. And if you're like a morning worker outer and you're like workout showered, ready for your day, you're just like, my day is open, you know, yeah. whether you're going to work, whether you're, whatever you're doing, it's just like freedom. Yeah. It's that cool. is a really good feeling when you get to like four or 5 PM and you're like, uh, yes. I already worked out today. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> like I've drinking all my water. My house is clean. I've done my work. I've worked out like, like I have the evening ahead of me instead yeah. of like, Oh, it's four thirty, and I had couldn't have more things to do. <laughs> like, yeah, and it's just one less thing you have to think about too. I feel mm-hmm. like if I'm working out in the afternoon, um, like thinking about it, I'm like, oh, I gotta do these squats, and I'm like, you know exactly. What? <laughs> it's like it's burdening your mind. You're like not clear because you're just like worried about the event that's about to happen. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good point too. All right. My last one is just not a plug on digital barbell, but it also is. <laughs> it has been changing up my programming to number mm-hmm. one, to combine the things that we have. Like I was just actually out of like a church event this weekend and I was talking to this girl who was asking me about what we do and everything. And, and she was all about like, you know, different, you know, getting different physiques and everything. And I was just like, she was like, I think I should just do high intensity cardio type stuff. That's what I should do. And I was like, no, you know, like my, my like body composition has changed more since I used to only do kind of CrossFit unstructured, just like CrossFit every, you know, five to six days a week to like when I do less CrossFit, more strength training, more bodybuilding, because I've been able to add the right doses of intensity to each of these pieces. And I think that that's the big key because I can do CrossFit and add intensity because I'm not doing it every day. Mm-hmm. I can do the bodybuilding type stuff and add the right intensity because it's in a structured program, you know, and I can add the strength training at the right intensity because we go through cycles of these like eight to 12 weeks where mm-hmm. we're working on strength. Now we're working, you know, working on volume, we're working on yeah. this and that. Good point. And I've been able to add like intensity throughout everything. Yeah. I like that. I think that's where the changes have come. I think the girl you must have been talking to, that's such a common mentality. And this also applies to nutrition. We were talking about before is people will just assume something that's harder and more intense and just something you probably hate more must be the better route. You probably get better results from that. It's just not not true. Like it has to be the most horrible thing. Like I'm going to have to have buckets of chicken and broccoli with me and like be sweating for three hours in order to get these results. Like, yeah. uh, and that's like the stereotypical, yeah. like that's how you get in shape, right? Like that's if it doesn't right. require like insane sacrifice. Yeah. Forget it. Right. And I think we can all testify that we like, we don't all, none of us hate what we do. So yeah. it's like, right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't hate how we eat. We don't hate how we work out, you know? And like, it's, it doesn't have to be the hardest thing, the most dreadful thing in the world yeah. for you. True I think that. to top mine, I was going to top mine all off with a bonus one, but it was, it was that I've done all these things with consistency over the last several years. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. talk about that all the time. It's no, it's no secret, but that, that really has been the magic piece on all these different things is getting the steps and consistency, exactly the getting point, yeah. the snacks, controlling my own food consistently, you know, none of these small changes done once or twice create any right. results. It's yeah, only it, that and, you do them 
And that's the great thing is like you can make you can stay consistent with something small. Mm-hmm. So if yeah. you can change something small mm-hmm. that matters, do it consistently. Boom! Over time, yeah. you get big results. And like Haley's point with the food, with the fruit, it's just like make consistent changes, but make them like little bitty bits at a time that you can that you can control, and then that you can you know manage. Mm-hmm. And then once that is like a habit for you, and you don't even have to think about it, add the add another one. Yeah, that reminds me of this meme that I love, and it's like you know someone's asking you, how do you how do you get in shape? How do I lose weight? And you're like, the real basics, just be consistent with water, more movement, you know, more protein. And they're like, mm-hmm. right, keep your secrets then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fancy secrets. Don't tell me the truth. <laughs> That's obviously not the truth. I yeah. love it. I think I saw another one was like, somebody's like, you know, what, what, what is the secret to getting in shape? Is it like extra running or, you know, cutting carbs? Like, no, it's like, you know, just train for strength, you know, do some conditioning, eat a lot of whole foods and be like, so fasting, that's what I should fasting? <laughs> yeah, that it? Like, no, no, don't do that. Oh, so keto? No, no, no. 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 It's, it's the things that you do. It's the things that I'm telling you, man. That's funny. Uh, probably the, the easiest small change you can make right now is to go to digitalbarbell.com. Oh. Either reach out for working with one of us one-on-one mm-hmm. or sign up to join the eight week physique program starting in January. Yeah. How's that for an easy change you, you can make? There you go. <laughs> Let us help you put it on cruise control. And like you said on last week's podcast, like we, you, like we talk about these eight-week programs when they are about to launch, but at all times, it, there's available coaching with the three of us. And you know, like you said last week, it's just going to get busier as as the new year drops in, and, and yep. people are going to be desiring these changes. Yep. Virtual high five. This was a good one. <laughs> high five that camera. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I hope that you guys are watching this on YouTube too, so you can see Haley. You're on Instagram too. Tell everybody where your Instagram account is. Yeah, it's Haley Digital Barbell, H A L E Y, one word. Boom. Nice. And we're going to be continuing to put a lot of effort into YouTube content. Mm-hmm. We have some stuff that we've recorded that Blakely has not edited up yet. So if you're not already following us on YouTube, head over there. There's all kinds of fun stuff. All kinds of fun. In the hopper. Go with us to fill water. I we mean. got at least, <laughs> we have things way more exciting filmed and ready to film than going to get water. But that reminds me, we do need to go get water. Okay. <laughs> that's, that's a small change you can make. If you're somebody that feels like you need to watch less TV, well, maybe instead of just saying, I'm going to not watch TV, maybe you're watching something that could make you better. Boom. Bonus. <laughs> like one right bonus. There. No Love extra it. charge for that one. Love <laughs> it. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next week. Thank you all for listening. We truly appreciate it. But real quick, before we go, do us a favor and subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. Be sure and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Digital Barbell for all of the latest and greatest free content. If you're interested in working with Blakely and I, we'd love to talk. Apply for coaching with the link in the description of this episode or by visiting digitalbarbell.com. We'd love to talk about helping you reach your goals with a training and nutrition program built just for you. Thanks again and have a great day.